Hey everybody, welcome to episode, wait for it, 100 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting now for nearly 30 years and I've been doing this podcast for over two. This week, let's talk about coin rolling. They see me rolling, they hating. This is the result of a trip down the YouTube black hole. So I hope you like it this week and let's get on with the show. Hey everyone, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoyed the episode this week. If you want to support the show, there are many options available in the links in the episode notes below. And if you want to interact with me and the show, that information's in there too. But most importantly, if you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 100, can you believe it? I hope your week has been good and the gods have shined upon you this week on whatever endeavours you've undertaken. I can't believe it's episode 100. We officially did it, we hit three digits of episodes. I better take the opportunity to thank all my supporters for listening for all these years. To all my coffee Patreons who bought me a coffee over the years, thank you so much. And to my Patreon Patreons, Dan's Diggs. Robert Dyer and Mervyn Cooney, who all support the podcast every month. And your donations are greatly appreciated and go towards help funding the podcast and keeping it alive. In some news, no, I'm not talking about Will Smith. In some news, I'm actually changing career. I'm going solo. After 10 years as a cybersecurity manager, I'm breaking away doing my own thing, setting up a cybersecurity company of some sorts in an effort to close a major gap in the European market. What this means is that I will have more time to dedicate to the podcast, as this podcast is a major part of my future plans in relation to having an outlet or something else to help maintain some level of sanity over the next few years. So wish me luck. So if the intro wasn't clear enough, (laughs) they see me rolling. This week, we're going to chat about coin rolling. Now, this is something I was aware of, but I believe something my American brothers and sisters only had access to. Till my 10-year-old son started watching Christopher Collects on YouTube. So, of course, as a proud dad, I stop in my tracks to see what he's watching. Especially when my ears heard. 50p and above face value. My detecting spidey sense kicked in and I was sucked into this YouTube black hole. So if you're not familiar with Christopher Collects, he is a UK coin roller. So I still believed at this point that the hobby was only for the US population. But now, because of Christopher Collects, also my UK family have the opportunity to partake in coin rolling. Till the YouTube algorithm offered up Air Euro coins as a suggestion. And there was Kevin, an Irish lad, looking for nice commemorative Euro coins from the Euro coins minted in Europe. And we have been hooked since, with plans for me and my 10-year-old son to partake in the future. So what is coin rolling or coin hunting? I know some people call coin rolling where you flip the coin across your knuckles. But generally, coin rolling or coin hunting, often called or abbreviated to CRH, is the hobby of searching and sorting through vast quantities of coins looking for collectible coins. Which coins to look for, I'll talk about in just a second. They do this by obtaining rolled coins in paper, boxed coins or bagged coins from the bank. Now, you can also do this with banknotes looking for collectible serial numbers or misprints. 
But the general idea is you're searching through hundreds and thousands of coins looking for those rare coins. So rarity is the value in coin hunting or CRH. Essentially, they're looking for collectible coins in circulation. So that may mean issued commemorative coins, strike errors, limited mintage or coins that are made from precious metal alloys such as silver or specific mint marks. Now, before I get into some detail, I'm not going to cover commemorative coins that you can buy from the mint unless they have the potential to accidentally get into circulation. Now, you can imagine limited mintage or rarity is the major factor in all these. You'd have a strike error, which would be quite rare. Coins made of silver, a rare again. Mint mark, rare. So rarity is the key takeaway here. If a coin is rare, it's worth something. So starting with the US, probably the home of CRH. It is super popular in the US. This is simply because they have coins that are still in circulation that may have been minted 100 years ago. And this is because before 1965, most coins in the US had some percentage of silver in them. For example, quarters and dimes all had silver in them before 1965. Half dollars had silver in them up to 1970. US coins of this era would be top targets in circulation. You'd also have war nickels, which were available from 1942 to 1945, which had 35% silver. You had other discontinued coins like the Buffalo and V nickels. Even the humble cent coin has some mintages that are rare. You know, you got wheat coins, steel cents, Indian heads, stinking Lincolns. All these US coins are rare to some degree. And if they're rare, they're worth something to somebody. On to the UK, which, unlike the US, don't have the potential to have any silver alloyed coins in circulation right now. The goal, if you're doing CRH, coin roll hunting in the UK, is really to focus on commemorative or limited mintage coins or minted coins with a mintage error. So with the UK, silver went out of circulation in 1947 with pounds, shillings, pence, trippence, pre-decibel coins. Silver all went out in 1947. So really the secret to coin roll hunting in the UK is to look for coins that are above base value. So that would be coins that are collectible, such as Queen Jubilees. For example, the London Olympic coins, I think they were issued in 2011. Um, there's 29 coins in the set. And if you collect all 29 coins, it's worth over £100. But several of the coins in that set from 2011 are over face value. So valued at a multiple of the face value. So a 50p coin, some of them may be worth five, six pounds. Not huge money, but worth searching out for them because they are released in such high numbers. Other coins to look out for in the UK are mintage errors. So essentially having a rotation error. A rotation error is where the obverse is out of rotation with the reverse. So in the UK, that would be the queen's head is not vertical in relation to the front of the coin. Rarity, like I said about US coins, is a factor here as well. So, of course, it is, Kieran. For example, the new Pence 2P 1983 coin, where an error was struck with the words new instead of two on the 2P coin. One of those coins has sold in the past for £1,700. The Key Gardens 50P, still in circulation, can be worth up to £200. And then, of course, there's a £2 coin in circulation. Instead of being made of cupro nickel with a brass ring surrounding it, it turns out to be fully brass by mistake and valued at up to £1,000. So you can see there is scope for collecting in UK coinage as well. 
and then on to Euro, which is my new obsession this week. Very much like the UK, about rarity and commemorative or collectible coins. However, the difference between UK and the Eurozone, or Euro coins, is that the Eurozone has countries such as Andorra, the Vatican, or San Marino that have all issued coins that would be of very low mintage, making them rare, making their value come in above face value. I'll give a couple of examples of coins at the high end of the scale. Say, for example, in Monaco, they have the Grace Kelly 2 Euro Monaco coin where 20,000 were issued and sold for £120 at the time. Now, I know I did say I wouldn't talk about commemorative coins sold by the Mint, but these have potential to be in circulation. So they were sold for €120 and now fetch over €1,000 these days. There is the Finnish minted €2 Greek coins. So the Finnish mints helped out the Greek government by minting two euro coins for the Greek government early in the 2000s to help them join the EU zone. And if you find a Finnish minted two euro coin, it's signified with an S on the bottom star and they can fetch over a thousand euro on eBay. Now, I will talk about eBay fraud in a minute, but you can see these can be worth quite a bit. And then you have one of my favorite ones I read about this week, the Italian one cent coin where a one cent coin is stamped onto a two cent blank and some have sold for 6,000 euro and there was a few thousand of these minted and put into circulation. Now that's at the top end of the scale, but at the lower end of the scale, you know, if you think of mintage, the two cent coin from France from 2002, there was only 9,000 of those minted. Now you might go two cent multiples of face value of that will put it in the couple of euros, but it's still a couple of euros of value. The Greek 2 euro coin 2011, there was only 15,000 of those minted. And the Greek 2 euro coin in 2007, there was only 20,000 of those minted. And there is, to be honest, there is hundreds of them out there that have some level of rarity about them. And like I said, any rarity equals some value to a collector or to your own collection. So how do you do it? How do you coin roll hunt? They see me rolling. Simple, really. Just go to the bank. You buy a couple of hundred bucks worth of whatever coin you want to search in. Say for in the US, you might go get a couple of hundred bucks worth of half dollars or quarters. In the UK, it might be just the 50p's. In Europe, it might be just the two euro coin. And then you just literally check them all out. You rebag them in Europe. You may have to re-roll them in the US or bring them to a service point and have them return them at a cost to you. But generally in Europe, you can just rebag them and bring them back to the bank and get the face value back. It's essentially a zero sum game where you always maintain your couple of hundred dollars that you put in minus the few coins that you take out that may be worth over face value. And you repeat this over and over again. If you're in the US, you can speed this process up by looking at the rim as coins that have a certain percentage of silver in them will have a dirty silver rim on them and are very easily to identify. But beware, like everything, there's a few scams out there. eBay, for example, like I mentioned earlier, the value of a coin is stated as X and highly inflated, where in reality, it's a fraction of the stated value. So if you're buying a coin off eBay, make sure you know what coin you're buying and make sure you know what it is. And then you have sellers also on eBay or other marketplaces selling unsearched coin rolls. Now, why would you do that? Why would you buy coins off somebody who says they're unsearched? I don't understand this when you can go straight to the bank and get them. They're required by law to make sure that you actually get what value you're buying, not by law, though, to make sure you get a couple of silver ones in it. So educate yourself before parting with your hard-earned cash. In Ireland and the UK, we use coin bags, which makes these scams very difficult, as what they contain is clearly visible. 
Plus, the bags are counted by weight, not physically actually counted. They just go through a machine that weighs them and tells you how much they're worth. So it's very hard to pull these scams off in Ireland and the UK. So essentially, that's coin rolling, a fun activity for all the family, or at least my family anyways. That's it for this week. I hope you like this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website, www.themetaldetectingshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to have the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. Actually, if you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so at buymeacoffee forward slash metaldetecting. If you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. We will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, good luck and happy hunting. Happy hunting.